Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by ListenNotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. You know, everyone wants to get better at something. For some, it's marriage. Others is business. Still others, it could be, well, anything. Amen. But we know that in order to improve in any one area, we have to study. We have to apply what we've learned through study and turn that into practical practice, usually on a daily basis. And by applying what we learn consistently, that's how we better ourselves. Many people today will run and purchase you know, self-help books of various sorts, some for dieting, others for business, some for eating healthier, others for positive thinking. But what our guest today is going to share with us is something all of these things have in common and a whole lot that's missing as well. Wouldn't it be great to be able to pick up a book that could guide you to a particular area and basically say, do this and this is what will happen. And more often than not, it does. Then, as you do this, and if you apply it correctly, you obtain your desired results and can even get better at it. Now, that's a very simplified example of what Jim Marshall will be sharing with us today from his book, Septemics, Hierarchies of Human Phenomena, Analysis, Prediction, and Management of Human Affairs. Jim is a self-taught polymathic scholar who excels in many diverse fields, such as science, psychology, philosophy, literature, theology, parapsychology, engineering, political science, mathematics, music, law, history, military science, physical culture, and metaphysics. <laughs> My brain could not wrap around one of those subjects. Here he's an expert in all of them. He's the author of this very unique book, Septemics. He's put more than 50,000 hours of study and work into this book. And if I try to explain any more at this point, I'm just going to mess it up entirely. So help me welcome to the program, Jim Marshall. Jim, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us today. Thank you, Bob. It's good to see you. Amen. Now, the first question I always start with, other than that brief information I just provided, can you tell us in your own words, who is Jim Marshall? Well, I am the discoverer of hitherto unknown natural phenomena, excuse me, from which I created a revolutionary practical philosophic system called Septemics and published in the book, Septemics Hierarchies of Human Phenomena. Uh, you talked a little bit about my credentials. Uh, also, I hold a Bachelor of Science cum laude from City University of New York. Amen, amen. Now, how is this different from the self-help books that I described in the opening? What makes it different? Septemics is a completely new subject. Uh, people have often asked me, what book is your book like? And I have to tell them in all honesty, having gone to school for 28 years, that there's never been a book like this before. However, the good news is that uh, 
Subtemus comprises 35 scales, each of which delineates seven levels on an axis of human phenomena. Each of these scales is unique, and each of them is similar to the periodic table of elements, mm. but for the corresponding area. So when you look at this scale, which is presented as a table or a spreadsheet, you get all the data relevant to the corresponding area. Now, I can tell you what the 35 corresponding areas are, if you'd like. <laughs> well, that, that would well, not take long. The, the question I have, though, you, you mentioned seven, and as I was doing research for this, it revolves around the number seven. Why is seven important? Well, actually, there's a section in my book called Why Seven? It's a oh. mathematical <laughs> explanation. Uh-huh. Uh, it's in the introduction. It's, and I could, I could read that to you if you wish. It's only about a page. But it is mathematical. Uh, see, I come from a hard science background. I took 26 semesters of math. So I think in math, and I view everything in a mathematical way. Now, the book itself does not present that way. I went out of my way to have the book not seem mathematical, because I want the average person to be able to use this to make his life better. Okay. So, and, the, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, was 30, say the 35 sections that you divided your book into, what are those 35 sections? Okay, uh, I'll just read you the names okay. of the scales. Okay. There are 24 individual scales and 11 group scales. Okay. The individual scales are the scale of basic purposes, the scale of personal influence, the scale of choice, the scale of permeation, the scale of thought, the scale of identity, the scale of evaluation, the scale of motivation, the scale of control, the scale of stopping, the scale of scholarship, the scale of literacy, the scale of human ability, the scale of memory, the scale of spiritual identity, the scale of mental deletion, the scale of aberration, the scale of physical fitness, the scale of justification, the scale of belief, the scale of equanimity, the scale of attack, the scale of conflict, and the scale of reaction. And the group scales are the scale of relationships, the scale of life spheres, the scale of government, the scale of civilization, the scale of survival, the scale of management, the scale of exchange, the scale of communication, the scale of allegiance, the scale of sexuality, and the scale of politics. Wow. And each one, each one of these scales, if you take advantage of it, can dramatically improve your life. In other words, it will help you to achieve your goals and purposes faster and easier by explaining what might otherwise seem to be random or inexplicable. Amen. Now, do these scales like you have to do the first one first and then you go to the second one? Do they are they sequential or you no, just no, pick one? No, actually the, actually the way it works is this. A person has, let's say, a problem, a difficulty, a situation, a dilemma, right? So he turns to the corresponding chapter, and he finds what level he is at on that scale. Now, I have to tell you, every person is at some level on every scale. Mm. There are no exceptions, okay? Now, you even if you can't find yours, that doesn't mean you're not there. It just means you haven't figured it out yet. Mm. Uh, this applies to everybody, okay? Uh, it even applies to people who can't read English. I'm sorry that this book is only in English, mm -hmm. but anybody who can read English can take advantage of this. Okay. Uh, 
So, so once you find your level, you will have an epiphany of some kind. You will say, ah, that's where I am. That's what's happening. And we'll explain many things. Ah, okay. Uh, All right. Then once you know the level, you can improve yourself by moving up one level at a time. It's completely impossible to skip a level. Mm-hmm. Think of it this way. If you're on the first floor and you want to go to the fifth floor, one way or another, you're going to have to go through the second, the third, and the fourth. Right. Whether you take the elevator, the escalator, the stairs, or go outside and use a rope ladder, you're <laughs> going to have to go through those levels. Now, Amen. occasionally, it might seem that you skipped a level, but that's just because it went by quickly or easily or you didn't notice it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is extremely helpful because yeah. I've done the heavy lifting and working out the seven levels of each of these 35 axes. In other words, take the scale of motivation. There are seven basic motivations. All the others are subsets of those. This is helpful because if I were to just walk up to some guy in the street and say, what's your motivation toward your, your wife? He would say, gee, I don't know. That's, that's a tough question. There must be thousands of motivations. How would I ever work through that? Well, no, there are only seven. So you see, it helps you, yeah. the fact that there are only seven. Uh, mm. I should tell your, your people how I discovered this because it, will, it tells question. you a lot about. That was my yeah, next about question. How did you discover Septemics? What this is, why it works, and why it's useful, and why I'm spending so much time promoting it. Okay, so I had a long career as a human development engineer uh, doing something that's sort of in between being a pastor, a counselor, a therapist, you know, in that thing. But it was an engineering practice. You see, by the time I had my bachelor's degree, I knew that although I was an engineer's engineer, I did not want to engineer anything in the physical universe. I wanted to engineer the human psyche. Mm. So I had a long career as human development engineer where I helped hundreds of people over many thousands of hours. All of my clients improved. Now, as this was going on, I started to observe just as a sideline that they would improve in ways that were predictable to me. Mm. Now, I never told this to anyone, but I made notes. And as the years went by, I started to observe that my clients were actually going up scales. In other words, I would observe that a guy was at a certain level. And when he improved, he would go to the next level up, which I already had written down in my notes. (laughs) So I would know the result of the session before it happened. This, of course, made me even better at what I did. Now... And all that took 50,000 hours of your life to do right. this, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, I had one scale in particular that I absolutely knew was correct. Okay, it had six levels. And I had been using this for many decades to analyze people and groups and situations. Well, in 1995, I had a big realization that it actually had a seventh level. And when I inserted that seventh level into the sixth level scale, it manifested mathematically. Mm. It's like it came alive with mathematics. Mm. Uh, Now, the whole point of mathematics, the reason why it's the handmaiden of science is the implications. You can coax implications out of it. You start with a formula or 
an equation and you work with it until it gives you something useful. That is how Einstein discovered E equals MC squared by using the mathematics. Uh, now, when I saw the mathematics in the scale, I realized I was looking at natural law because anything that has mathematics embedded in it is natural law. Like, for example, the Pythagorean theorem. Mm -hmm. It was true before Earth existed. It will still be true after Earth no yeah. longer exists. Yeah. It's embedded in the fabric of the universe. Okay. These scales are at the same level of knowledge where they are axiomatically true. There's no theory of septemics. I didn't think this up. I just observed it. So after I discovered this one scale that had all this mathematical implication in it, I said, wait a minute, this is big. I wonder how many of these other scales that I have, which vary between three and seven in their length, are actually seven level scales that had not been developed all the way because I wasn't attempting to develop anything. I was just helping my clients. Mm. Okay, so Amen. when I looked at it, because I knew what I was looking for, I found the seven, seven levels on all of these scales. That's awesome. And as each one went to seven levels, it mathematically manifested, which to say, at, when it became a seven-level scale, the mathematics in it was obvious to me. It jumped out at me. Mm. So... By the time I finished this, I had about 32 scales at that time. And I realized this is revolutionary. This is a new subject. Yeah. Yeah. And believe me, when I started writing this book, I thought, well, this might fit into psychology somewhere. It doesn't. <laughs> it's much bigger than psychology. I have nothing against psychology. I understand it. I use it. It's a valid thing. But this is much bigger than that. Amen. Which is why I say human phenomena. For example, there's a scale of civilization. There's a scale of uh, permeation. These aren't things that exist in psychology, these subjects. Right, right. So when I saw that, I said, wow, I can jump from helping people by the hundreds, which is what I had been doing, to helping people by the millions <coughs> by giving them this data Amen. in the book. Amen. Amen. So, uh, so you, you the state, first ver okay. I was going to say, you state that septemics can be used as a predictive tool to anticipate outcome and make informed decisions about situations involving other people. Does this apply to yes. business decisions as well as individual things? The short answer is yes, but it depends what you mean by business decisions. Mm. I mean, most business decisions are fairly quotidian. You know, like you're saying, well, we have an extra $5,000. Should we put it into promotion or should we put it into uh, facilities? You know, I mean, that's a typical business decision. I don't think that would be uh, particularly relevant to what this is about. This is about people. It's about Analysis, prediction, and management of human affairs. But this is, if look, everybody who's in business deals with people. Right, yeah. Everybody on earth deals with people. Even a hermit, one way or another, is still going to deal with people. Yeah. I mean, he has to get groceries from somewhere. Yeah. 
You know, he has to he has to get money from somewhere. So we are all to some degree part of society. And of course, in the world in which we now live in 2022, the biggest problems that we have are human problems. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Corrupt governments, corrupt universities, you know, people scamming us, mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of terrible things, bankruptcies, divorces. And I can yeah. absolutely guarantee your followers that this book will save you a tremendous amount of heartache if you master the book, because it will help you to prevent catastrophes, disasters bankruptcies, indictments, mm, etc. Because it gives you the data about people that you can observe to warn you to stay away from those people. Now think about this. I have often said, if the people of Germany had this book in 1933, the Nazis never would have come to power mm. because they would have looked at this data and would have realized We don't want to go down that road. That's a destructive path. And they wouldn't have gotten 37% of the vote, which is what they got in 1930. They would have gotten some votes, but the people who voted for them would have been psychopaths, sociopaths, criminals, crazy people, uh, anti-Semitic people. people. That's not a 37%. You know, that's maybe 15 or 20%. So all of that catastrophe, I've heard estimates of, 60 million people killed by World War II. All that could have been prevented by this book. Amen. And I can tell you, absolutely. When I was a young man, I didn't have this data. It hadn't been invented yet. (laughs) So I made the same stupid mistakes that everybody else makes. Mm -hmm. And I got involved with some people I shouldn't have been involved with one way or another. Mm -hmm. Now that cannot happen, will not happen, and does not happen (laughs) because... I can look at a person in a matter of seconds, see a person on a particular level, on a particular scale, and I know I don't want to get involved with this person. I say, thank you very much. Have a nice day. Goodbye. So So now. Can can everybody benefit from your book, from studying? Absolutely. Absolutely. This book cuts across every demographic. It doesn't matter of your age, ethnicity, race. Mm-hmm. socioeconomic level, education, you name it, the, your politics, none of that matters. If you can read English and you want to improve yourself or your life, this book is for you. Now, many people think, well, everybody wants to improve himself. No, I'm sorry, that's not true. Psychopaths and sociopaths and professional criminals and war criminals and torturers and people like that, they're not interested in self-improvement. Mm-hmm. In fact, they would not be interested in this book at all. If they did read it, they wouldn't understand it. It wouldn't make any sense to them. They would reject it. Mm. Because how, it goes how, into how hard is it for the average person to grasp what you teach in this book? Not hard at all. Really? And I'll give you an anecdote to tell you how easy it is. About 20 years ago, when I was in the early stages of developing this, I had this book on a transcript form. And I was talking to a friend of mine about politics and government. Uh, You you know, your usual water cooler conversation. Mm -hmm. And I said, wait a minute, I want to show you something. So I opened up the transcript to the scale of government. And I just handed it to him. I didn't say anything. So he took it. 
He looked at it. And about a second later, he pointed and he said, right there. That's my level. He found his level on that scale without my even suggesting that anyone find their level on any scale. I hadn't even expressed that concept, although that's what this is about. That's how easy it is. Amen. I designed this to wrap around the reader. It's like looking in a mirror when you read this book. Like you look at, let's say, the scale of relationships. Mm -hmm. You are necessarily going to say, oh, I see my relationship with my wife is at this level here. You know, that's why it's good or that's why it's bad. Mm. You see? And that happens very easily. So, for example, let's say a parent has a kid who's having trouble in school, right? That's very common. Even smart kids sometimes have trouble with subjects, particular subjects. Mm -hmm. The parent can pull out this book. There's a scale of scholarship, which tells you with specificity how to make someone a better scholar by moving them up this scale. So let's say the kid is 12 years or older, right? Old enough to understand some of this stuff. The parent can say, here, read this glossary. So the kid can read the glossary. And then she'll say, okay, look at this scale. And he'll look at it and he'll say, oh, yeah, I'm right here at level five. He'll find it. You don't have to tell him. Then you can say, very good, let's move you to level four. And he will be able to do that. Amen. You see, if he tried to move to level three or two or one, he would fail because it would be too steep a gradient. Mm. And that is one of the powerful aspects of this book. I have solved the gradient problem that most people have suffered from for 6,000 years. Nobody can lose 100 pounds. Right. But you can lose one pound a hundred times. Ah, yeah. Amen. Every Amen. good, every Amen. good teacher, counselor, facilitator, therapist in the world understands gradients. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have to get the right. That's how a good teacher Amen. works. He understands. You have to, you know, first you have to te- teach the kid this. And then when he understands that, then you can teach him this. Mm-hmm. And a good teacher brings the co- kids along that course. Okay. Yeah. That's gradients. Yeah. Bad teachers and bad counselors, incompetent yeah. uh, therapists, skip gradients, and it yeah. doesn't help the person. It doesn't succeed. As you said that, I, I just thought of when I was in, I think it was first grade, Our my teacher, Mrs. Myers, was teaching us cursive writing. And she had us, you know, the U, right? She goes, okay, now look at this. What's this? We looked at it and she goes, that's two U's. That's a double U. Oh, well, and I never forgot. Yeah, okay, that, yeah, it just made sense yeah. at that level, you know. Yeah, right. Amen. Amen. That, right, that's, that's good that's teaching. Awesome. Yeah. So, so let's, talk, really- let's, let's talk a second about that scale you listed as the scale of government. When you look okay. at things that our government's been doing, can you see the predictive pattern through the scale that you have in your book on this topic? Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, there's one paragraph in that chapter in which I go through the entire history of the United States in one paragraph and say how it went from a level one government to a level two, to a level three, to a level four, to a level five, and is now at level five. And I give specifics. And I could defend that against anybody. Mm. One of the problems with the whole area of government and politics is that they're always talking about left and right. Mm. That's arbitrary. There is no left or right. That's just made up. Mm. 
oh, they talk about conservative and liberal. That's completely arbitrary. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can look at Thomas Jefferson in one way and say, oh, he's a conservative. Look at him another one and say, oh, he's a liberal. Mm-hmm. That yeah. doesn't help anybody. This scale tells you it's not about left and right. It's about up and down. And it tells you the exact sequence, the seven levels of government, the universal levels of government, which don't are not even dependent upon the mechanics. In other words, just because elections occur, that doesn't tell you you're in a democracy. Mm-hmm. You could have elections going on in Cuba. Mm-hmm. In England, where they have a queen or now a king, it's it's the mechanics of it is a completely separate thing. So, again, you have to read the chapter and understand Amen. how I constructed it and why it, it exists the way it does. Amen. Hey, folks, Pastor Bob here. We're all out of time for this very informative interview with Jim Marshall, author of an absolutely fascinating book called Septemics, Hierarchies of Human Phenomena, Analysis, Prediction, and Management of Human Affairs. As you can tell from just this portion of the interview, the information he's been sharing will help you to make positive changes in your life on a daily basis. By making positive progress, folks, on your short-term goals, your long-term goals, well, they'll start to come to fruition as well. His book is based on years and years of research, and he's put it into a very simple to understand layout in his book. I have my copy and it's been a blessing to me and I want it to be a blessing to you as well. Amen. Just drop down to the show notes, click the link right there, get your copy today and begin to see improvement in your life right now. Amen. Don't forget to come back though for the conclusion of our interview in the very next episode. You do not want to miss what he's going to be sharing next. Amen. Till then, this is Pastor Bob Ryan and you be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. 
So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.